bro what's up uh it's tuesday you said that i did um we are pod bros a production of sound bros productions productions dun 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 um so i uh i told a story yesterday about a bike path yep in i think i said finland something yeah i was horribly wrong it's in poland okay um, and it's actually pretty cool. It's a, it's a like eco-friendly something or other, and it's really nifty. It's, it's nifty, 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 That's nifty. That's cool. Anywho. Um, let's see what other, I've got a bunch of stories that I've been saving for, you know, stuff. Uh, da, da, da. Do, 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 do. Yeah? That's what you're going to do right now? I'm going to sing because you're, you're gonna, done talking. You're going to not actually tell any of your stories? You're just no, kind I'm of... trying to find them. Mm, sure you are. Trying to find Okay, stop them. singing. Please stop singing. La, da, da, la, da, da, okay. You have to talk. I don't have to do anything. It's all you. That was the sound of you being muted because your singing is terrible. That's okay. Uh, where the heck are these? I don't know. Apparently you haven't been saving them. I have been. Pixar didn't happen. Oh, I've been saving these stories. I, I don't have them, but I've, I've been saving them. I assure you, I've been saving them. I have piles and piles. Oh, yeah. Sounds like binders. Binders of women to me. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Um. What are you, Mitt Romney Riddick. now? Ooh, there's a new movie. A new Riddick movie's coming. Oh, yeah? To Please. shoot in 2020. And it's they're like going to return to Riddick's homeworld. It's like a prequel, right? <clears throat> um, I don't think it's a prequel. It's a sequel, I believe. What? Yeah. Um, uh, Riddick, Vin Diesel, after being rather fast and furious for the last few years, is going to be focusing more on the latter rather than the former in 2020. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Riddick 4, Furia, is happening. Um, going back to his home planet of Furia. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know fully exactly what it's going to be, but it's pretty cool. Looks pretty. It looks interesting. Okay. I don't know if it's going to be a prequel or a sequel. I know nothing. But. I thought I was, I thought I had read something a while back about them trying to make a prequel. Um, I will, we'll have to see. The last Riddick movie didn't do too well, didn't it? The Chronicles of Riddick? No, the one where he, uh, I think it was just called Riddick. Where he went to the, he was on the new planet. Did you see that one? Oh, maybe that was the prequel I was reading about. I've never seen that one. It, it wasn't, I didn't, I didn't dislike it. Um, it wasn't the greatest movie. But it wasn't like amazing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, I mean it was it was good and it it definitely paid homage to the first movie, Pitch Black. Um was but it, it was, just was he in it? Who, Riddick? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was all about him. Okay. But he was on a completely different planet. It was it was after the um it's after the fact. It's after he's king of the of the necromancers King of or whatever. the necromongers or whatever they are. So is he, like, in charge of them, or did he, like, leave? No, he was the king and then got bored with it and went somewhere else or something like that. Mm. <clears throat> you know what? I, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so I don't I don't rightly remember. Okay. So. Anyway, um, I guess, yeah, so I guess four is coming, so that'll be interesting. It is um, interesting. And we'll see where they go with it. Um, and then there's that new movie that he's coming out with. 
Oh, Bloodshot. Yep. Yeah, that looks really good. I don't know what exactly that movie is, though. I mean, the previews look really good, um, but I don't know, like, um, what what exactly is he supposed to be? Um, is it, like, a superhero movie, or... Well, I, I get the feeling that it's one of those things where it's, like, uh, he's got, like, nanotechnology in his body. Right. So he's indestructible. So it's like a sci-fi switch of some kind. But... He's like a programmable soldier, I guess. Oh, okay. Where they're they're manipulating, they're taking advantage of his, um, his uh, his strength and immort- immortality. No, no, they're no, they're taking advantage of his moral position. Oh, okay. Because for at least from the previews, it, it looked like it. The whole premise of the story is that, uh. They're using him to kill off these different guys, and they're making it. They're making him think that these guys killed his family or something like that. Right. And then they reset it and they switch the person each time. So he's just taken out all of the bad guys for them. Right. And, and they're just they're manipulating. And him. They've manipulated him. Yeah. So interesting. Interesting thought. Um. Well, I mean. I, I will say on the movie side, you know, it's not Fiction Friday, so we get to talk about anything. Um, so on good movie side, uh, nineteen seventeen. Wow. I mean, that's all I have to say about that movie is wow. It was so good. It it was. They they have been nailing these movies lately. You notice that specific. Historical movies. These, well, it's 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 World War One, World War Two movies. They have been just nailing them on the head, right? Because what was the uh, what was the one we we watched? Pearl um, Harbor. Pearl Harbor, right? Wait, is that what it's called? Yeah, it's not what it's called. I don't remember. What it, I think it's called Midway. Oh, Midway. Yeah, Midway. And right. it was incredible. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. The the whole they they captured um they they really captured the spirit of the time period right and the people of the time period and i think they did a fairly good job this time the um, um just the the show of um duty and honor yeah that was really what it was i think in this i mean from a from an acting and quality and um, I, I will a quality uh story Right storyline? No storyline's not. Um, what are you What are you saying over there, Luke? I'm tr- I'm trying to get the right word here. Um, because it's because uh, we talk about you know bad things are an agenda, um, but a moral, just a good moral underlying story, the I plot. guess. Good moral plot, quality, uh, human decency. You know, and that was something and, that I that I thought was really interesting. Um, that is, um, and of course this is. This movie is told from the perspective of the British, right? Um, and so they, and and not to say that the British are are not more compassionate, but um, there was a being being a student of history and and reading through history in the early years of World War One because that's what it's about. It's about World War One. There were a lot of issues with. The soldiers socializing with each other, the enemy soldiers socializing with each other, right? Even even into World War Two, there was that socializing. You mean across the lines? Across the lines, across. There was a uh, kind of a respect for each other, right? Um, and the 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 um, command on both sides tried very hard to 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 stem that. Um. In one particular case, and it's the classic, there's actually stories about it in World War II, um, like in the Battle of the Bulge, where there it's, it's Christmas night, and they can hear all the German soldiers singing uh, Silent Night in German. Um, but that in World War One, the story is even more intense than that, because the early years of the war, Christmas Eve, Christmas, Eve, Christmas night, they climbed up out of their trenches and met in no man's land and traded 
And traded their and traded their they traded chocolate yeah. and coffee and cigarettes and all sorts of different things, and it was it was really kind of like a uh, a throwback to the medieval style war, where this is a war between the people in charge and we're just the grunts that are being thrown at each other, you know? Right. And uh, by the time three and a half years had passed, which was what 1970 is, you know, 1917 is the time period is about three and a half years later. Um, the Germans had really tried to instill a um, kind of a doctrine of superior. They had tried to in, instill a superior as a spirit of superiority. And even on the even on the Allied side, on the I mean, they had, you know, tried to present the Germans as these terrible, horrible people, you know. Right. But there's there's a couple scenes in the in the uh, in the movie, and I just something I noticed is that the main characters are trying to be friendly or trying to be helpful, and they pay for it, and they pay for it multiple times because. Of you know the Germans' perspective and what they end up doing, and it's I don't want to ruin it because it was so good. It really was. If you um, if you get the opportunity to watch that movie, you you need to. So I just I thought it was interesting that they made that. It seemed to be a point that they were making throughout the movie. Several different times they had different situations, um, and even in World War Two, a lot of World War Two movies they do they they do have a lot of similarities to that. They also have the opposite of that because there were a lot of cases in World War II where German soldiers were like, we surrender. <clears throat> right. You know, and they they would – they didn't feel animosity towards the allies and they, they did want to, you know – they didn't want to be part of the war. They were forced to be there, you know, that sort of thing. And uh, – I just I thought that was an interesting aspect of the movie that that they seem to bring out a couple different times, but the just the the film the film quality and the story and the plot and everything was was just so brilliantly executed. Well, that first scene, I mean, I I could not find the uh, the breaks in scene, right. I mean, it was like a continuous camera shot for that first. Well, almost the what, entire fifteen. No, minutes? it was it was more than well, yeah, that that first part. But I I would go so far as to argue that all the way until until he gets knocked out. Yeah, it's one continuous shot, and even then, someone knocking on the door. Uh, pause for a second. All right. There was someone at the door. There was. And, uh, yeah, that was fun. Um, so, I don't remember exactly what we were talking about. The movie. Oh, right. Um, so Yeah, yeah. And it just, you know, the constant, it was like a nonstop camera shot. It was cool. Throughout the entire, I mean, throughout the entire movie. I don't, I mean, it just, it was so perfectly masterfully done. It was like you—you you said it in the theater. I felt like I was playing. It a video was like game. playing a video game where it's just one continuous yep. run. Um, it was just good. It was a good movie. I have it a, was well executed. Yeah, exactly. Um, good story, good, good plot. The the little bits of twists in there, yeah, played very well into it. Um. Yeah, it was just it was just good. It was well well done. It was well done all the way around. I don't think there's anything bad I can think of to say about that movie because there really wasn't. Nope. It was good. It was clean. It was wholesome. It was war. Yeah. It was. Ah, it just made me feel good to be a man. Right. Well, it's it's. I love I love movies that show. The determination. Yeah. You know? And you kind of get that a little bit from the preview that he's, you know, that they're on the mission and they're they're going to stop at nothing to get it done. But it really shows throughout the movie. It's just like 
the 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 immediate reluctance and yeah. then the taking on of the of the duty of the, the mantle of the duty mantle. yeah and you and and just the epicness of taking on that mantle yeah which are amazing you know which is a a, a very honorable chivalrous thing to do yeah um and it was just it was well done it was very very well done it was very well done yeah anything else it's weird because we're not going to actually talk about it because we don't want to ruin the movie. I don't. Good I, I really don't want to ruin the movie. I don't like. There's parts of me that are like spoiler alert, but I don't want to do that because nope. I actually want you to go see it. Yep. It was. Um, it was that good. It, it. And I'm gonna buy it when it comes out. You know. Nice. Um, so here's a rhetorical question. Okay. Or not a rhetorical question. A conundrum question. Conundrum. Okay. Why do eggs come in a flimsy styrofoam carton? And batteries come in a package that can only be opened by a chainsaw. Hmm. <laughs> These are the questions that drive me and keep me up at night. Do they drive you or do they keep you up at no, night? No, they keep me up at night. <laughs> or are they keeping you up at night by driving you? Right, yes. Where are they driving you? I don't know. The airport, please. <laughs> right? <laughs> You know, every once in a while, I go outside and run the vacuum cleaner over the driveway just to ensure the neighbors never talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's crazy. I don't want you to talk to him, kids. <laughs> that guy's crazy. He's weird. He's he's weird. So, you want to do the weather real quick and get it out of the way? Yeah, let's do the weather. Are we are we at the uh, bottom? Are we no. close to the bottom? No. Are we close to it or no? No. We're, we've got a good ways to go. Um, so the weather right now is just like yesterday, 55 degrees. Um, probably because it's about the same time of day and the weather conditions are about the same as yesterday. So tonight, is gonna the low is going to be 35. Tomorrow, until tomorrow night, there is a between a 20 and 50% chance of snow and rain. Oh, wow. Um. Of course, no accumulation is predicted, um, and then it'll be clear. Well, it'll clear up for the rest of the week, and it'll be up in the sixties. That's crazy. It'll be up in the sixties after snow. That's okay. But that's Arizona for you. That's that's a typical Arizona weather situation. So, and then. They're saying there might be some slight weather next week on Monday. So we'll see what happens. This is the uh, this is the nature of the beast when you're in an El Nino year as intense as this one. Indeed. You just it's just weather all the time. Lots of lots of rain. It's like living in Florida. They their droughts are rain every day. Right? Right. We're in a serious drought. It rained three times today. I know. Normally it's five or six, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arizona's like, it rained once this year. We're out of the drought. <laughs> right? Luke? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're listening to what I'm saying. I can tell by air. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. We talked about the drought and how much it rained this year in our drought. Because we don't have rain in a drought. But in Florida... They have rain throughout a drought. It's just not as much rain. Yeah, but you didn't respond to the joke that I made at the end. It's because I didn't hear the joke. Exactly. At the end. That's what my point is. <laughs> you're like the guy who gets pulled over and he's like, oh, you're a really good dancer. No, I'm just drunk. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That, that was actually really funny. That guy is really funny. Anyway. So what else you got over there? I got nothing. What? I don't even have my phone on me. What? What? It's a Tuesday. What's wrong with you? Well, we did all these puns on Monday and made it Pun Day Monday. Yes, we did. Um, and probably just, you know, destroyed half of our listening audience by what are you talking about? the amount of puns that we subjected them we, to. We do yesterday. puns all the time, okay? We actually do do puns all the time. Do do. We could talk about, I know it's not Fiction Friday, but we could talk about uh, Medal of Honor 
uh, Rising Sun. Rising Sun. Because you've been playing it. I have been playing it. Because I found it for the for the GameCube and bought it. You found it for the GameCube, although I played it on the Xbox, and I just playing through it. And I, I don't know if it's just my childhood nostalgia or what, but I remember the game being a little bit less clunky. Well, the GameCube had. Yeah, they had some clunkiness to their console. Yeah, I... But I I mean, I thoroughly enjoy it. it it's not bad, and the story is good. I, I forgot how much I enjoyed the story. I mean, I didn't forget how much I enjoyed the story. I just... I'm being reminded, of again, of exactly what the story was. Right. Um, and it's it's kind of a cool twist. You know, there's... There's the there's always the story of the of the coup against Hitler, where they're trying to remove Hitler from power. Right. But this is kind of like a Pacific, like the Japanese were in cahoots with some of the people in the German military. Ah. Um. And and in cahoots with, their uh, there's a there's a Russian defector, who's in cahoots with them too, who, is planning on assassinating Stalin at the same time. And they're going to create some sort of new alliance or something like that. And you should have quit to, Stalin. You should. You have to stop them. It's it's a it's a good story. You uh, have to Stalin. Yes, very good. The uh, I haven't actually played the game. I played the very beginning part of it, but um, the the computer or the the GameCube glitched on nice. me, um, and so I needed to. I just got to pick it back up again. I'm I'm replaying Mass Effect. Just that's my right. That's my current, you know, random play. Um, I normally play real time strategy games, but um, the uh, you know. Yeah, I've been playing through. Um, you ever played Company of Heroes? I haven't actually played Company. Of, Company what of what Heroes. are you doing over there? Nothing. Clearly, you're doing something because it's making noise. Stop. I have no idea what you're talking about. Stop. What is that? Make it stop. What is that? Make it stop. We have too much stuff in the studio. Your face has too much stuff in the studio. We need to clean the studio out and have it be a little bit more streamlined. Yeah. Also, I don't like the chairs here. This is really uncomfortable. You're really uncomfortable. They're very uncomfortable. No one wants to get rid of you. Uh, that is not true. I'm sure there's someone somewhere that does. Um, anyway, um, yeah, coming to Heroes is fun. I've been enjoying it. I'm stuck on a level right now, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. What level are you stuck on? Uh, hill. Tell, tell me about it. Hill I something. Read a story. Let me find a story. A short story. You have to hold. You have to hold against waves of German assault. Ooh. So I've been playing through the the, the skirmish levels. You just play against an AI, and it's very fun. How many Germans does it take to screw in a light bulb? We've already told this joke. We have? Yep. Okay. We've actually told both versions of this joke. Both? Wait, there's another version? Yeah, there's the two versions. There's the one that's how many Germans does it take to screw in a light bulb? Nine! Oh, right. Right. And then how many right. Germans does it take to screw in a light bulb? One. They're one. not very funny and, and very They're efficient. They're very efficient, not very, very funny. funny. Yeah. yeah. So. Um... Yes. I'm trying to find a short story that I can read real quick and, like, be dramatic about. How about War and Peace? Mm, no? no. How about uh, Sun, Tzu's, um, Sun Tzu's book? Art of War? The Art of War. Fight the no. enemy where they aren't? Fight the enemy where they aren't. I totally get what that means now. But that's not what it means. But that's not what it means. No, I have been close. Uh, that was also a good movie. Indeed, that got terrible reviews. Uh, which one? The uh, Battleship. Battleship. That was a great movie. I can tell you right now though why it got terrible reviews. Really? Because of the beginning. The first half of the movie was very slow. Ah, oh, gotcha. They didn't. They took too much time. Telling his backstory, um, they should have. I think they could have done it with less time, spending less time on his backstory, um, and still captured the fact that he was a punk who had potential. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
and gotten more into the whole battleship thing. But I did like how still was a great movie. I did like though how they had to use battleship style tactics, like the game battleship style tactics, to defeat the enemy. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Random, uh, random firing into the ocean. Well, it wasn't so much random firing. They were using Noah, but yeah. Well, yeah, but still. Um, I don't think I'm going to find any short stories here on Kindle. Okay. So. Well, we could. We could just sit in silence for something. I don't we're, know what. We're going to have about an hour of silence <laughs> for, for Binky. You, for Binky. <laughs> yes, my uh, my hamster's been feeling a little under the weather lately. <laughs> and great. What's your hamster's name? <coughs> Binky. Binky. You know, if you really don't like polka so much, you could switch over to Q94. They have really great music, and you could win a trip to Tahiti in their mystery artist contest. Oh, I think we have a winner. You, my friend, are, are more, more annoying, annoying than, than this music. <laughs> cool. Do I win something? No, I'm just going to play another song. Do I win something? I haven't read that in a long time. Great fun. Great fun, indeed. Um, so, do you read? Do I read? Yeah, do you read? Yes. How often do you read? Quite a bit. Do you really? At least every day. What do you read? I read the Bible. Got a couple books that I'm reading through. Nice. I um I have a very hard time reading. Yeah? Yeah. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Um maybe I mean I used to read a ton when I was younger. I mean like a lot a lot. Mm-hmm. And um and I would stay up late, you know, and finish my finish whatever book it was. And I mean, right. I just loved to read. And uh, I don't know. I, I think uh, maybe maybe movies. I got too into movies. Well, I, I find that when I don't read for a little while, um, it's hard for me to get back into reading a book. Um, and it takes me like a couple couple passes at it. And then all of a sudden again, it's like, OK, I can read it. OK. And I and I start like, you start getting like progress in a book. Yeah. You start you get you get like a good vein on something. Especially I've noticed this a lot in the Bible. Yeah. You get on like a good roll when you're reading through the Bible because it it reads a lot of it reads like a story. Yeah. And you get a good roll. Well, the and Old you're Testament just like, very much so like a story. You're just like you're powering through it. Yeah. My problem is is that my brain is going so much. What do you mean? Um, so like if I sit down to read, if it doesn't catch my attention, like, like a, like a textbook, like if I have to read a textbook, I'm sunk. So this is, this um, is something that I do. But if I have to read, like if I need to read, like if like, if I get picked into like a, like a fiction book or a, or a fantasy or something like that, um, and I can get triggered into it, I can do okay. So, but then I pause halfway through the book and I go, what the heck did I just read? Because I wasn't again. paying attention, and I have to read all the way See, through. See, that's again. something that I do, and this is probably part of, partially because I had a hard time reading when I was younger, and so I didn't usually I didn't read a lot when I was little. Okay. Uh, someone else read to me. It wasn't me. And when someone else is reading to you, it takes you have to focus and pay attention to it. Right. You can't. Um, can't zone out. You can't zone out because you'll miss the story. Um, and, uh, and so when I started reading myself, all of the things that I imagined about books and stories and stuff, I continued to do that while I was reading. So it was like my mind's eye was seeing it play before me as I was reading it. Okay. I do that. Um, when and, I get, when I, when I really get into it, I do that. And, and on top even when I'm reading like a textbook, I try to envision what it is that I'm reading. So, like, for example, let's say I'm reading a a book about chemistry or something like that. Right. My brain will imagine the chemicals being manipulated or the the protons and neutrons and electrons interacting with each other in an atom or um, 
Well, you know the other thing I do too is or I my, jump to the end. My brain will Okay. Keep going. My my brain will picture like if like let's say um you're reading a textbook about um I don't know, what's a what's a boring subject that, that you're reading a textbook that you're bored in immediately? Math. Okay, so um I will immediately put and this is the reason why they use examples in math. Where it's like, Johnny has 10 gallons of mayonnaise and Susie has 15 gallons of mayonnaise. You know. What does Johnny and Susie have? Diabetes. 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 No, but in, in like, and so in something like that, I try to envision the math. Um, right. And, and in the case of a lot of math, and, and you've seen me do this when we're talking about stuff, is I'll be at the answer already. Right. And the reason that is, is because. As the math is being, as I'm reading the math or as I'm hearing the math, I'm doing the math problem in my head already. I'm trying to work it out in my head, trying to put the numbers together. I'm drawing from my, um, those, those hours and hours of repeating that, uh, two times three equals six and, and four times eight right, equals right. Yeah. 32 and stuff like you. that. My brain is, uh, is pulling that up as I'm hearing the problem or I'm reading the problem and I'm figuring out the answer in my brain so that when I'm done reading whatever it is or hearing whatever it is, I've reached the conclusion. Oh, gotcha. What I'm doing, and this is this is a this is a mental exercise that people that are good at studying have no trouble doing. But someone like like us, who we're thinking about a million things at once, we have to practice. Right. And what we have to practice is we have to practice staying focused on the subject. You have to actually a, a great example is like the computer and the issues we have with the computer because we had the computer freeze on us already today. Right? Already today, yeah. The problem with the computer is that I want the computer to spend all of its focus, the CPU, to focus on what I'm doing right now and not other things that. But it's the computer is doing. doing a thousand other things, and it causes problems with the one thing that I'm taking care of right. because this is the thing I need. But the computer is like, oh, I'm doing all this other stuff, and then all of a sudden, 100 percent of the disk space is being used because the computer is doing something else over here somewhere, yeah. and it's not focusing on the on the issue at hand, which it doesn't need to do. Is well, and and your brain is the same way, is that. You're reading this book, and you need to be focusing on the book and paying attention to the book and focusing all of your CPU and disk space, right? current disk space, you know, and CPU operating runtime, whatever, on reading the book and, 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 and dissecting the book and, and pulling it apart and, and understanding what's going on. But instead, your brain is running 15 other programs in the background, and halfway through the book, you're like, what the heck did I just read? Yeah. Because you were running... Uh, Windows Defender in the background of your brain, making sure there was no viruses. <laughs> Windows Defender. And a little thing popped up on the side and said, There's oh, no viruses. We scanned your computer three times. There's no viruses. It's like, okay. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, I, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Something amazing, I, I, didn't, I guess. I didn't really want you to do that, but I suppose it's okay. Yeah. You know? So... It's just, um, it, it's that, that, that well, is, it's I a, get it. I get it on that. And then the other side of it for me is like on a self-help book or like a learning book for like, um, so my brother, uh, our brother Joe gave, uh, gave me a book called the goal mm -hmm. and it's a book about, um, mass production manufacturing. Okay. A great book. I'm about halfway through it. Okay. And I'm at a frustration point because quit telling me your flipping story and tell me the point. Oh, that's that is a very common that is a very common issue with books like that. Like for me, I'm like, okay, great. This is an amazing story, and I, I can understand that this will help me, um, you know, help me in manufacturing as a manager at, at a at a at a manufacturing plant, you know, for what we were doing. But I don't need to know all the rest of the antidotes. I don't need a book that is this thick. Well, you know, get to the point and tell me the secret. What's the secret? What's the end result? What was it that got you to, you know, what 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 was the answer? Right. Right. And I, that's I, I but think, that's because, I think that a lot of times. Well, that's because me, ahead, me personally, I don't know about you, but I find myself um, I'm not interested in all the extra. Get to the point. And, and I do that in conversations. Right. You know, somebody comes up and goes. 
hey, um, I really had a question for you. And I go, yeah, sure. What's up? What just happened? Nothing. Yeah. What did you just do? That's okay. it. Why? Um, my ears just messed up, like freaked out, like static electricity freaked out. Is it okay? Yeah, I think so. Does Weird. it sound good? Is it coming through on the recording? Everything's coming through fine. Weird. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, they come up and they're like, hey, I need to ask you a question. Then they start telling me this long anecdotal, anecdotal story, you know, getting up to the point, and I And I find myself stifling the urge to go, stop. Right? Where are we going? I do What that. do you want? I do that. Um, where do you need to be? Well, I, I, I actually do do that. Due to where, due to my position in certain things, I can't do that. I have to be, I have to be gracious. Well, so no, I depending, have to, depending on the situation, depending yes, on the but situation. most of the time I will tell someone, where are we going? Yeah. What's the point? Get to the point here. I don't need, I don't you, need the full story. You came up to me to I ask to me a question. The question. What's the question? Well, such and such and such. And such. Oh, okay. That's an easy answer. This and this. Don't you want to know the rest? The rest is not going to change my answer. Actually, the the thing is, the thing that I've found is that a lot of times someone comes up to me and asks me a question like that. Yeah. And they start telling their story and they forget the question. Right. Yeah. Why did I, I don't remember why I came over here? Yeah. Well, you just wasted 15 minutes of my time. Not that my time is super, super important because it's not. However, right? Um. It must not be that important of an of a well, question, maybe. The, I, I don't know. The, I don't know the how issue. The issue is is that it, it really might have been an important question. Yeah, but I don't know why it spent, frustrates me so much. You spent all your time telling the story, and now I don't know what the question was, so I don't know how I can help you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Anyway. And, okay. So bottom of the hour. Wow. Just now? No, we passed it a while ago. I was letting you talk. Oh, uh, how close are we to the end? Uh, a little bit of a ways away. Oh, uh, okay. Why? I was going to say we just skipped the bottom of the hour. Um, we are Pod Bros, a production of Sound, Sound Bros, Bros Productions. Productions. See how easy that was? <laughs> Let's continue. Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play. Facebook. You know, Facebook. Actually, uh, you can actually play off of Facebook now. Facebook. Um, because I ha- uh, my buddy Richie uh, showed me how to um, share to Facebook with the actual player. Cool. So it's going to pop up in the feed, and you can actually cool. just hit play in Facebook. That's sweet. Yeah, so that'll be pretty awesome. So so um, share us with your friends and give us ideas on what to talk about. share a like. Well, give us ideas what to talk about. We're floundering over here, folks. Like Flounders Field, where the poppies grow? Flounders Fields. No, no, that's Flanders, Flanders Fields. Flanders Fields. Not Philanderers Fields. Ugh. That's also awkward. Poppies grow there. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> stupid um anyway <clears throat> so yeah that's i mean that's just in a, in books and such like that that's the the thing that you know gets me so so just just to give you perspective because i am i am one of those people that likes to present a lot of evidence before okay. i make a statement or before i present my position um okay so let me let me interrupt for just a second then because on that on that note if you're giving a talk Right, like if you're giving a lecture or uh, or uh, something along those lines, then yes, give me your evidence. Prove to me, you know, um, uh, prove to me that what you're saying I'm I need to listen to. Right, but if I've picked up your self help book, but that's what they're doing with a self help book. It's a talk. Yeah, but I picked it up. I already want the. I already want it. I already am. I am already you're, trusting. You're, you're missing what my point is: is that it's not a matter of trust; it's a matter of evidence. Okay, I guess they're I presenting see that. evidence. They're presenting their case. They're presenting the. They're presenting the where where did we come from? Where are we going? Here we are. This is where we've gone. Right. We've gotten there. Now that we're here, this is why. This is why we've gotten here. This is how we've gotten here. This is the process that was taken to get us here. And now that we're here, look at how am- much more amazing it is now that we're here. And all of the evidence that I provided to you shows you 
how much better it is than it was. Right. Okay, I guess I can see that. The problem is that you're reading the book. Okay. Um, I am a very, very firm believer in self-help books being audiobooks. Oh, so it's like a lecture. Exactly. If you're reading a self-help book, the author should release a recorded version of them. Complimentary recorded version. Of them reading the book. Or of anyone reading the book. No, no. Specifically them. Oh, okay. Especially a self-help book. Well, then how about... Well, it doesn't... I guess specifically them, I get it, but... Do you understand what I'm saying? I I do, because it's like a lecture. But, but... You can very easily, uh, or at least I can, as an actor, um, offer my services as a voiceover guy. Right. Let me read your book like a lecture for yeah. you. And tell right? me what you were, your perspective. Give me your perspective. Let's sit down and have a conversation. And then I will read your book as an audio book out loud in recorded format as if I'm giving a lecture. Right. But that's what my point as is. As if I'm you. That is my point, is that when, and, and this is something I've noticed, and I, I'm not saying that it couldn't be done, but I will say that with all the audiobooks that I've listened to, the ones that are the audiobooks that are the person who wrote the story yeah, reading the audiobook, doesn't matter how good the audiobook, how good the other people are at reading the audiobook, the person who wrote the audiobook. Always better? It's always better. Uh, okay. I don't know that I've ever actually heard any of those. Uh, I've listened to two books written by uh, Leonard Nimoy. Okay. Uh, one of them was uh, an autobiography, um, and it takes on a whole new perspective when you're list. I read the book, and I was like, this is an interesting book, but listening to him read it is like, okay, I get it. Right. Because he's telling the story, and even... You know, it's ironic that it's Star Trek, of course, but Shatner, Shatner's book. Um, oh, when get, Shatner reads his books, they're but incredible. I'm talking about specifically Shatner's autobiography called okay. "Get a Life." I haven't read that. Um, it's about his life in in regards to being uh, Captain Kirk. Oh, okay. Um, similar to Spock's or <laughs> Spock Leonard Nimoy's autobiography. Call, he actually wrote two of them, called I Am Not Spock, and then he wrote one that I Am Spock. But if you listen to them, it it all makes sense. The perspective, I mean, the perspective is there in the book because they wrote it, and you kind of pick it up anyway, but when you're listening to them, yeah, it changes everything. Yeah. I mean, uh, Get a Life, written by, written by uh, William Shatner. What read read by him, it's like you you are listening to him talk about falling back in love with Star Trek. Wow. Because he was just like, it was a show, it was great, we moved on. Right. It was done. We got we had a crappy run at it because of the studio. Right. Um and then it was done. And then he was just he didn't even realize how much of a phenomenon it was until Generations, the movie Generations that came out in the in the 90s. Really? He he had no clue. He would show up at conventions the day of him giving a lecture, give his little his little spiel, you know, like a panel or whatever. Yeah. Answer some questions and leave. And just didn't just he, didn't get it. He it wasn't that he didn't get it. He just had he was just like this is this thing we used to do. It's popular again. Um and so I'm just going to kind of show up and be part of it. Huh. I'm not I mean I'm not going to be part of it. I'm just going to show up and be Captain Kirk. Right. And um and you know we make these movies every once in a while and they're somewhat successful, you know. 80 70 80% approval ratings. Yeah. You know, we make some money off of them. But I'm doing all these other things that are that I find much more enjoyable. And it wasn't until he did that when he hosted SNL. Yeah. And he did that sketch, Get a Life, which is why he wrote his book and called it Get a Life, was because the backlash he got from that sketch made him say, maybe there's something more to this than I'm seeing. The, okay, so I'm a little in the dark. I've never seen that sketch. So the sketch is, 
he comes out as William Shatner at a nerd con- at a uh, Comic Con convention or something like that, and all of the geeky, nerdy, ridiculous guys that are dressed up as Spock or aliens or whatever, right, right, are asking him all these ridiculous technical questions about the episodes, and he's like kind of hemming and hawing about it. And at the end, he finally just, like, he looks at him and he's like, get a life. Oh. And it was funny, and he didn't mean it to be rude. Like a diss. It was just, it's something that happened in the 70s. Get over it. Yeah. And the backlash made him think. Maybe there's something more to maybe this. Some, yeah, maybe there's something more to this. Than I ever thought. Yeah. And so what he started doing, and I think he still does it. Yeah, yeah. He dresses up as a Gorn. Which is the big green alien. The, the big, big green lizard. Big green lizard. That he fights in, in one of his in one of the episodes yep. of the original series. And he goes around Star Trek conventions. Yeah. And so he started doing it a couple times to, just to see. Just to be behind the scenes. Just to, No, just to see. Not yeah. behind the scenes, no, I just mean, to that, see. I'm sorry, incognito. Sorry. Yeah, just to see. And he was absolutely amazed at how amazing the conventions were. Right. And apparently now he goes and and tortures people. He'll go and, like, uh, screw with cl- people dressed up as Klingon and bored. It's hysterical. So when are we going to a Star Trek convention I know, dressed right? up like Klingons and Borg? Because if I if I get to meet William Shatner, that will be amazing, right? Awesome. Yeah, but that's so I just but getting getting his passion and getting his reinvigoration and excitement and feeling and getting his feeling about killing Captain Kirk right. in generations. Right. Yeah, you can read the book and get kind of a little bit of it, but to hear the emotion of him like I'm I'm killing the character. The character's going to die. He's going to be dead. Yeah. And what's funny is that out of all of that, <clears throat> he wrote his what I what I refer to as the Shatner series, which is a book of Star is a Star Trek books that uh very effectively tie together all everything. Well, everything up until everything up until little JJ until until Jar Jar, uh, Jar Jar uh, baby Jar Jar took over baby Jar Jar. Um, but it, it if you haven't gathered if you are just new listening to our show, um, we are not fans of the JJ Abrams. Yeah, um, he is the destroyer of all things our childhood. Um, so anyway, anyway, what, what I'm what I'm getting at is that he he. The passion and the epicness of the story and how much he loved how much he, he learned to love Star Trek. And 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 just talking about his life. Yeah. Separate because that's part of the book is he doesn't just talk about Star Trek, he talks about his life. Right. And all the other stuff he was doing. And just there's something that's epic that's captured in the author reading the book. Yeah. I- incredible stuff. Um So anyway, there, there's a couple other ones that I've that I that I have that are author read, um, couple different couple different guys where the author reads the book, um, and it's just it it takes on a entirely unique perspective. There's a couple historical books, um, uh, Bonhoeffer is the one of the ones that comes to mind right now. I forget what the guy's name who wrote it, but he reads D- the Diedrich Bonhoeffer, the book about Bo- Diedrich Bonhoeffer, the the World War II martyr um, who smuggled hundreds of Jews out of Germany um, with with illegal visas. Gotcha. Um, but the book is read by the guy who wrote the who wrote the book about Bonhoeffer, and it's it's epic. It's really epic. So anyway, I just I I I do enjoy listening to certain guys like uh, Jonathan Franks. Um, Jonathan Franks, right? Yeah, Jonathan Franks is probably one of my favorites. He's he's probably one of the best. Um, uh, Tim Russ is probably one of my other favorites. Uh, who's the Who's the guy who um, Who's the guy who's listening? Who's reading the 
audiobook we're listening to right now. Oh, um, because he's great. I enjoy his Star Wars. He does all the Star Wars books. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, anyway, there's just there's a whole bunch of really good readers. Yeah, and and I'm not discounting them at all. I'm just saying that. Sometimes the person who wrote the book does a better job of reading it. So anyway, right. um, do you want to get anything else, or do you want to just wrap it up? Are we are we at the end? We're we're within within about ten minutes of the end. Oh okay. Um, six minutes. Well, about six minutes from the end. Uh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't think I have anything else. I mean, it was an, not a bad show today, right? Yeah. Just you know, uh, kind of slow, slow start. Kind of slow. We've had a slow start for the last couple of days. I we're so. What I said yesterday about restructuring, we hadn't actually discussed anything. We're just, we've been talking about the fact that when we have a guest on the show, it seems to flow and and we've got a, a better, you know, it seems to be a... Um, a better rhythm. A better rhythm. And yeah. so that's, we're just trying to work that out and figure that out and come up with some decent stuff. Um, uh, you know, all that stuff. So we, uh, we as always... Um, absolutely love having uh having you listen and uh listen in on our on our show and we uh we appreciate you being there sorry i lost my train of thought on that yes you did so this has been uh sound bros a production of sound bros productions we are actually going to be uh doing a a little like short synopsis like preview audio track and a uh we're doing some other production stuff for the show kind of make it a little bit more uh a little bit more professionalish if we can um we'll see you know we'll see so um as always we hope you learn something because if you're not learning you're dying you're dying so stay alive stay and alive stay with a with a question at the end of it have a good day wait have no. a good day have a good day